As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Find an angle that's going to make your story inspiring to our readers. A lot of our readers want to be inspired. They, in that age demographic, they want to know, I'm not too old like to do this. There's, I can still be better than what I'm at. So find an angle in your story, if you're selling yourself, that makes it inspiring to other women in that demographic. Welcome everyone to Beyond the Image, the podcast dedicated to equipping you with the tools, strategies, and insights to unlock the success that you deserve. My name is James Patrick and I'm an internationally published photographer, best-selling author, entrepreneur coach, and your host on this journey to push past all of the surface level limitations holding you back. The real change we seek is just beyond the image in front of us. To get there, we're going to craft our vision, we're going to live with purpose, and we are going Going to create legacy. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, we're going to get back to the podcast right away, but I wanted to let you know about a big announcement and it actually comes in the form of a question. Are you an entrepreneur who is tired of all the same recycled education, the constant talking and the pointless vanity metrics that seem to be plaguing our industry? Do I got your attention? Good. Are you ready to instead take purpose-fueled and intentional action? Are you ready to be part of a curated network of professionals who are there to support you in your goals? And honestly, are you ready to finally get to work to create the results that you deserve? Then I am talking to you and letting you know that I am reopening up enrollment in my Get Amp Mastermind. This mastermind is not about vanity. It's not about social status and it's not about bloated experiences for social media. It's not about the same generic information speakers teaching the materials you've seen a hundred times before. Now, although that approach may have worked in the past, it's not what entrepreneurs need today. So I have redesigned this mastermind to be different from anything else available right now. The Get Amp Mastermind is about organized effort. It is about collaboration and it is about action because we all know that action is the ultimate equalizer. When you take action, you create results. So if this is you and you are ready to apply, text me at 480-605-3254. That's 480-605-3254. Space is extremely limited and this group has filled up and sold out every single time we have opened it. So let's get to work. That number one more time, 480-605-3254. I cannot wait to hear from you. Now back to the show.
What is going on? Thank you so much for tuning in to this, our latest episode of the Beyond the Image podcast. So truly honored that you could take some time to get some information, to get some inspiration, to help you in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, James Patrick, but you already knew that. And today I get to chat with a very special guest. He is a photographer turned publisher. His name is Chris V. Linton. He is the publisher. He is the founder. He is the all things owner of Define Magazine, and super excited to chat about what inspired the launch of this publication and where it is going in the future. Chris, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well, thanks. And you? Oh, cannot complain. Always love chatting with fellow artists in this industry. And you and I both have both have a passion both for being behind the camera as well as the editorial direction of the imagery and the art that we create. So I, I want to take it back a little bit because, you know, as I said, you were a photographer and then you had this idea to create a publication. What was that spark or that inspiration behind Define in its early in its early days? Um I've been doing publication work for a number of different uh, magazines and the women over 40 were always not the prime choice. Most of the other publications target, targeted a younger demographic. And so I felt there was a hole that needed to be filled. And the, there are some uh, publications that would touch on that demographic periodically, but it was never fully dedicated to them. So I figured, well, let's give it a shot and create Define that's 100% uh, targeting the women over 40 uh, market. And early on when you created this publication, you created a print publication. What were some of the, I guess, some of the the lessons that you were learning along the way of creating a brand of your own and trying to get this brand out into the marketplace? Um, yeah, there was a, a big learning curve going from photographer to publisher, even though you work in that industry until you're sitting on the publication side of it and being responsible for getting out full content. Um, there's a lot of things you have to learn that you weren't dealing with before. So, you know, we put together a team. It's a small team. We have an editor, um, a few writers and a designer, and we, we put together a magazine. Um, quality, I thought, was great. It was well received. Um, the biggest surprise, not the surprise, but the biggest uh, hurdle was the, the print cost. Mm. And as you know, like print is just ridiculously expensive. And um, if you notice over the last year and a bit, there's a few other mainstream magazines that have actually gotten rid of print and gone to more of an online magazine or online blog tile blog style type of publication. And that's where we're heading to right now. In the early, you know, in the early iterations of the publication, how many issues did you do in the print format? Uh, 13, I believe. 13 we issues. Early publication over um, three years. So we started mm-hmm. in 17 and I believe there are 13. What was the, you know, early on, why did you want to honor the print medium? Print has a special holding for everybody. I mm. mean, we're all digital these days, but there's there's nothing like actually holding a magazine in your hand and flipping pages. You can take it with you, you drop it in your purse. Um, so there, there's that love of the old print in your hand. I, and I think um, it will never fully disappear, but it is 
highly expensive to produce. Yeah. Yeah. That that's something you and I were very akin with. My background was as a photographer for printed publications, uh, and then working in house at printed publications, both at newspapers and magazines. And just that that tactile piece—it's uh, almost like that souvenir of <laughs> of all the effort and all the work that went in that that you know did not that survived the cutting room floor. Um, yeah. You know, and then understanding, you know, the elevated rise of print publications and also really just the the shift in how we as consumers want to digest content. What were some of the early iterations or early uh, ideas that you saw that, no, this could succeed in a much different light in a digital space? Um. Well, we did a survey when we first started, and our demographic wanted print. And I think everybody wants print. And we tried for three years to make that work. But again, I keep coming back to cost. The cost is just the uh, biggest stumbling block print. So when um, COVID hit last year, we lost our distribution channel um, because everything shut down for about three months where we are here. And um, I had literally, we went into a sort of a lockdown mode the week the spring issued. So <laughs> we really took a big hit on that. And rather than burn through cash, we decided we'll put it on hold for a year. And now we're bringing it back. We've done the website, relaunched the website. Um, you can get to it via definemag.com or definefitnessmag.com. Both URLs will work. And we're releasing all our content online over time so that uh, if you're new to us, it's all new to you. And if you've been around, you'll get to revisit some old content as well. But it's, it's going to be there. And now we're working on building fresh, brand new content. We're lining um, features up. Uh, we've, you know, obviously got a list of uh, some of your Fitposium uh, candidates that we're going to be reaching out to in the next couple of months for sure. And uh, bringing some fresh new people to feature and telling their stories and their challenges and how they get over different obstacles. Mm. How, what is it like, like being on that editorial side or that publishing side versus, you know, in the in the print world? Every every issue is kind of its own chapter within within our, our I guess our publishing book of life. Uh, in the digital space, you know, I, I also own the digital media network, and it's it's kind of like every day is its own chapter, but a much shorter chapter. How have you noticed like how you operate as a publisher on a digital landscape versus how you worked as a publisher in the printed media? Yeah, so. That's a really great question. In the printed side, I mean, you, you work for three weeks or so, you put an issue together, and it's out there, and it's out there for as long as people have that publication in their hand. Um, digital, as you mentioned, has a shorter lifespan, even though it's there all the time. Um, when we're online, we like to see things changing Quickly. So if you, you know, if you have a magazine that's out there for 30 days, um, you can't have your digital content being stagnant for 30 days. That just will not work. So the key to that is to have continual updates, uh, continual content being pushed to your website, and then 
on a more frequent basis. And our goal right now is at least once a week, we're going to be adding new content to the website. And as we're building new content, we're going to try and get that up to two to three times a week. So it won't be a, a full website update, but there'll be new content added. So you can check back every couple of days and there'll be something new for you to read and engage with. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, I want to look at this now from the, the contributor side, be it the writers or, or the, the people being profiled or, uh, you know, they're, they're creating the content for uh, the publication. You know, it, there's this vanity metric at play where we love seeing our work in print, you know, as, as photographers, we love seeing our work in print. Absolutely. Um, yeah. As, as, as uh, my background as a journalist, you know, I used to, when I worked at newspapers, we used to have to, this was before digital media was really a thing. We had to cut out our articles off every issue and then uh, <laughs> glue them into these binders. And those became our, our tear sheets. That's, that's how we, that's how we, they, they were, they were called our clips for, for right. the reason that we're clipping them out of newspapers. Um, but I look at digital media and the power of digital media. And when I'm working with publications and I have the opportunity, you know, let's say as a writer and you know, this happened just within a couple of weeks ago, they says, okay, we liked your article. Cause I sent over an article. It says, you know, you can have two options. It could run in the print only, or we can get it up on the website. Um, and then maybe it would be featured in a print issue in a year or, or, or in a few months. And I was like, yeah, no, let's, let's do the digital because I look at one, uh, I get, I get the publication credit, which is awesome Two, they're, they're linking back to my website, Absolutely. Uh, which is going to vastly improve my SEO. Uh, that's a direct inbound link because let's say I'm, let's say I'm a fitness model, which I'm not. And I get featured in a magazine, in a print magazine. Well, I have to rely on people seeing that feature, looking up who I am, and then deciding to look on a different device. So not the magazine on their phone or on their computer to look me up and to connect with me there versus I am featured in a digital feature. All they have to do is click my name and now they're in my ecosystem. So it's a direct lead generation. And then to add to that, you know, you talked about the lifespan of print 30 days on a newsstand. Yeah. And then another print issue comes out, but in a digital feature, yeah, the most recent digital features get the bulk of the traffic, but there's that long tail content where, I mean, some of the top articles on my website are from over 10 years ago because they've just, they still get, organic search traffic and Absolutely. it still brings people in. So I'm curious, you know, now that you're running that side, what have you seen in regards to the benefits of digital features for contributors? So one of the things we can now do, and we're doing that with all the articles we're loading up to the site is we have direct links back to the photographers, the models, the writers. So like you said, um, read an article, it's going to tell you who that writer is, it's going to tell you who that model is, it's going to tell you who the photographer is. You just click on their name and boom, you're on their Instagram page or their website. So that is something you can't do with print. And like you said, it may not be the, the currently featured article, but the article is going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. What have you noticed being the shift in your editorial direction with the magazine? Uh, with the, I, I'll, I'll say the publication because that's that's really what it is beyond just a magazine. Uh, from when you were a print publication, you you were you're very niched in in what you had, and it seems with the digital layout, you're expanding that that vision a little bit. Yeah, uh, we we started out heavily focused on on fitness. 
and um, we're and it was you know travels and beauty lifestyle, and we're going to expand those non-fitness areas on the digital side. One of the the, the limited factors of uh, the print publication is you're limited to X number of pages, and your layout has to fit pages and stuff like that. With the digital, you you're you're free. There is no page limitation. There is no essential layout limitation. So you have way more flexibility in the amount of content you can produce and how you produce it. So we're going to take advantage of that. And um, we're going to expand the, the lifestyle features and more health features and more beauty features and travel features and stuff like that. And you'll, we're also doing a bit of a, a marketing shift in the name of the publication and that it's now we're not necessarily dropping the fitness, but we've provided two avenues for you to get to us. As previously mentioned, Define Mag will get you to us, as well as Define Fitness Mag. And we're going forward as just Define Mag as opposed to Define Fitness Mag. But we are in no means dropping the fitness content. That will always be uh, a core component because we are about health and fitness. Yeah, I mean, it's really part of the overall ethos, but behind the inspiration that launched the brand. And it's really fascinating to see the the evolution of the brand as you broaden your audience. Um, you know, with that, are you looking into the different mediums of how you're sharing content, be it, do you foresee more video content surfacing on the website, uh, audio driven content, uh, or are you sticking more traditionally to just article and photo? Initially, uh, articles and photos, but one of the prime objectives is to move to video. I think once you go to uh, digital, you have no choice than to start adding videos. So a couple of things we want to start doing is interviews, uh, short audio video uh, interviews, uh, maybe some behind the scenes uh, clips from our workouts, interviews with the models as we're doing the, uh, the workout features or whatever the feature may be, but get a bit more audio video onto the site. I, I think that without that, it, it, you're going to be missing an element. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What would you say are the main things that you're looking for from contributors, be it individuals who want to be profiled on the website, feature on the website, they want to create content, be it articles or photos for the website? What advice would you give based on what you're looking for, as well as ways that potentially they could stand out when they're pitching or submitting content? I'm going to break that down into two aspects from a, a model feature perspective have a look at the publication and see the style and the content we use. I think sometimes we get submissions and it's not think, sometimes we get submissions and it's just not usable because what's sent to us is not within, not in line with our, our publication um, framework. And that's easy to find out. Just simply look at the existing content and you know what we look for. Um, from a writer or a photographer perspective, you know our demographic, again, know our style of what we look for. And if you have um, clients or content that fit that, by all means, show it to us and um, we put it up for consideration. The team will discuss it and um, see if it works. What would you say are, and, and I like that you put out the importance of just doing the research. I mean, that's, that's part of it. Huge. You know, Huge. when I, 
when I worked uh, in house at um, it was a fitness publication uh, and the amount of pitches I would get as the lead photographer, one that would get the name of the magazine wrong uh, two that would just, you, you could tell it was a copy and paste email because they just wrote to whom it may concern, even though they were sending it directly to me, three, the ones that were sent to, you know, 10 magazines at the same time, I was just BCC'd on it. Um, or, you know, the ones that would send something that was completely 100% off brand for something that the publication would run. And it was like, well, obviously you've never even looked at the publication. Um, right. What would you say are ways that, I mean, those are the, the do not do's, which, you know, it, I feel like it doesn't need to be said, but I still say it anyway, because we still get bad pitches. Um, what are some of the things that you'd recommend that contributors do to stand out or to show that they can give value to the brand and the publication? Well, don't just sell yourself, sell uh, an ins inspiring story. Um, yes, you fit our demographic, but find an angle that's going to make your story inspiring to our readers. Uh, a lot of our readers want to be inspired. They in that age demographic, they want to know, I'm not too old like to do this. There's, I can still be better than what I'm at. So find an angle in your story, if you're selling yourself, that makes it inspiring to other women in that demographic. Yeah, I would, I would echo that. I think it's, it's more than just who you are and what you Absolutely. do it's it's what can you do for the brand what can you do to support the mission of this publication whether it's sharing your own story whether it's content that you feel is relevant to the readers and just that additional step of this is why this content matters um can can go like i was working with a a photography publication recently and i was diving through their website and i was like you know you have this whole section on marketing for photographers on your website but you have like three articles on there this is a massive gap that i can help fill here are three ideas that i could generate in the next few weeks that would start to fill content for that section it's just once again doing the research and seeing how you best align with what this what this brand or this publication needs and then offering that service to that publication is that does that about hit the nail on the head for you hang on absolutely so where do you see, like, obviously you've been managing this brand for a couple of years. Uh, you know, you, and I would say you, you did well as a, as a printed publication, even though you're shifting to this digital space, like you succeeded in that you did it. That is, that's something that should be celebrated. Uh, and now that you're taking it with this bigger scope and this larger vision into the digital space, where do you want to take the brand throughout 2021 and then going into future years? Where's, where's kind of your long-term vision of this publication? Excuse me. Uh, well, for 2021, we, we just want to get back on track. Um, get the content up there, start getting some new content added as well, and, and spread an awareness that we're, we're back. That, that's the goal for 2021. Um, it, beyond 2021, I, I would just like to see us grab a bigger audience, um, continue to inspire women, and... I'd like to make sure that we hit, quote unquote, the average woman. We're not looking for 
uh, celebrities and superstars. Um, by all means, if they're interested, we're not going to turn them away. But that's not our main goal. Our main goal is to get the ne- the lady next door and showcase how she's progressed, what she's doing to get better, how she's inspiring herself and other women. That's who we're after. That's our target. I love that. And where can listeners go to uh, to connect with the magazine? I know you dropped the links of the magazine. We'll make sure those are in the show notes. Connect with the magazine, connect with you, and be able to submit content for future consideration. Uh, there's The email is submissions at definefitness.com, but just head to our website, definemag.com. That's D-F-Y-N-E-M-A-G.com or definefitnessmag.com, and you can reach out to us through the contact page there. Um, our social media, Instagram, we're really busy and popular on Instagram, um, Facebook as well. Um, Twitter, we're not that active on. We just feed our um, Instagram content to Twitter. There's only so many things you can do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll make sure all those links are posted in the show notes. And Chris, just want to thank you so much for, for taking the time. You've been a huge supporter of our audience, especially, you know, getting involved in Fitposium every year and featuring so many of our alumni within the publication and, and really being able to showcase them and their brands and their work. So my gratitude goes out to you. Just super appreciative of all the amazing work you're doing and just very excited for this new launch for you. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. Totally appreciate that. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Image. For more information on James Patrick's work and live events, please visit jamespatrick.com or jamespatrickworkshops.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.